At Metro by T-Mobile, there's not a yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, and no surprises. We don't even hide what the lawyers make us say. We put it first. When we say no price hikes, we mean when you join Metro, your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data. Our only exclusions are for limited time promos, free as charges, and third-party services. Nada yada yada means wireless without the gotcha. Only at Metro. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. They're made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness. So embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. All right, hello, tall niggas and bitches. Welcome to Diggler's Wild World of Girls. I'm sitting here with the best bitch. I'm Harriet Woodenslow. And I am Phyllis Wheatley. This is three. It is indeed. Thank you for coming back on our second Black History Month episode. Nobody is fucking celebrating Black History Month. Can we move on? <laughs> I mean, um, we are still deep in the pandemic, so. Um, At this point... I watch cartoons and Drag Race and <laughs> let you guys do the rest. I am not caught up on Drag Race, but it is so good this season. I, yeah, I, it's I love it. Like I, yeah. the first two episodes, nigga, I just gagged the entire time. It was incredible. Yeah, they're having fun over there. Yeah. Um. So Black Excellence this week is going to an 11-year-old named Hart Wilson, Who's from Perlin, Texas, and he's the owner of Candles from the Heart, yes, which is a handmade candle company. Um, so here's the fun thing about this: this was a company that he decided to start as a way to raise money so that he could <laughs> attend his dream school, Howard University. So apparently, wow, he took a trip to Howard when he was six years old and said, "Oh, <laughs> this my is home, it for me, girls. This is where I am." <laughs> And I'm like, when I was six years old, if I happened to be on that campus or any other campus for that matter, I would have simply been begging for a ride home. Yeah. Like, I would have been wondering <laughs> why we're here, why it has anything to do with me. I would have been miserable. So, I mean, I wanted know, to go to off. Hillman and I wanted to go real bad. So, yeah, I understand. That is where I, wanted. I understand. I do. <laughs> So apparently last year, he was perusing the YouTubes and things and saw people making money online and he decided to settle on candles. They figured out how to, uh, he figured out how to make candles with his parents helping him. And since then, he's been selling them on Etsy, um, all kinds of different scents like guava fresca and grapefruit oh, and mint. okay. You Cashmere Plum. And Cashmere Plum is in honor of Alzheimer's Awareness Month. So, um, first of all, gag, because Young Hart Wilson has already sold a batch of these candles to the New Orleans Pelicans. Actors and writers from shows like Queen Sugar, of Sisters and How to Get Away of with Murder course. have purchased the candles. Um, <laughs> they've got candles in stores from Chicago and Texas. 
So, you know, I bought four. So I was going to say, every week these kids take my money. Every single, because how can I not? (laughs) You can't tell me your baby is selling candles to go to Howard and not expect me to buy out your inventory. I'm going to do that. I purchased a solid four and I'll be back for more. wow. Yes, Pearland. I love to see it. How cute. A damn shame that kids have to sell candles to pay tuition, but... (laughs) Okay. Because <laughs> Howard's 11. not cheap, girls. <laughs> but yeah, that, I mean, I just love it. Yeah, he'll definitely, you know, I, I, I believe have the means, at least financially, to get there with the way these kids yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, and he's only 11, <laughs> so he has some time to save up. And you know, Etsy's the one who, like, Etsy get, gets you with the with the last minute checkout anxiety because they'd be the ones who'd be mm-hmm. like, hey, there's another 25 girls with this same <laughs> item in their cart right now, honey. So it's time to decide mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Are because you here to There play? are four left. So what <laughs> right. will you do? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that was literally me earlier buying friends thing that she just put out with Miriam their their activation packet stuff. I went on Etsy and it was like there are six remaining in the store and twenty yeah. people have it in the cart. And my nigga, so what are you when do? I tell you I focused on checking out, I was like, we have to do it right now. I cannot hesitate. I have to right. press place order. <laughs> You're right. Etsy does. They drive up your anxiety. So um, I will include a link in the description if you guys want to support. Um, otherwise you can just look them up candles from the heart and go show them some love. And, um, I know that we have a lot of Howard alum that listen to the show. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. here's your, your up and coming. Like, embrace. I mean, and, and Howard, please that, that what they can handle that all by themselves. So right. <laughs> congratulations, young man. Hey, y'all, we all know Crocs are known for comfort, but they're really stepping up their game when it comes to personalization. The truly iconic classic clogs and slides are available in tons of colors, and they're just waiting to be personalized with a collection of gibbets. The charms you all know and love that you see lots of people pop into the holes in the front of their Crocs to give it, you know, your own unique flair and fun. Thank you to Crocs for actually sending me over a pair of my own Crocs that I'm excited to add some gibbets to because I see on the website they have some Avatar The Last airbender charms so those are going to be the first ones that i stick on the front of these shoes and there's like a lot that really speak to my nerd heart on here so this is probably going to be my next rabbit hole here we go be sure to head to crocs.com to explore all the latest styles and gibbets charms that's c-r-o-c-s dot com go get some crocs or if you already have some which you probably do go get some gibbets let's get back to the show Hey guys, this week's episode is being brought to you by Squarespace. You know something that I think I've been craving? I'm really craving a directory uh, style website that sort of serves as a where are they now for some of my favorite memes and viral sensations, such as Sharkeisha. Um, Sharkeisha you know. And I feel like someone out there, one of you wonderful people can make that happen using Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. But Squarespace is incredibly easy to build a website that has everything you need right out the gate and looks great, feels great, and is like also easy to modify and customize and update and add features to. I even got my mom to use Squarespace for her personal website. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
you know, I would really like to speak to Scarlett from Scarlett Takes a Tumble and, you know, various other people who kind of helped me through my blogging era or whatever, maybe. So if you have it on your heart to create that kind of website and you want to know where to begin, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash the read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Let them know we sent you. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so this week in our pop culture segment, Hot Tops, One Bottom in Miami, which is also the name of my upcoming Lifetime biopic. I don't. <laughs> I'm not going to do this with you. Um, Speaking of Lifetime, we spoke, I believe, last week about Spinderella uh, and her open letter to Salt and Pepper after their <laughs> Lifetime movie came out. And Spin said that, you know, she wasn't in the producer's chair the way that she should have been and disappointment and so on and so forth so apparently salt um herself or salt as i usually call her um they used to have like a a reality show on i want to say vh1 because who else would really exploit the girls while many other people it could have honestly been on vh1 oxygen we tv it sounds like vh1 though They had a show, and I don't remember what the fuck it was really about. I feel like they were like, oh, we're going to go on tour again, or we're going to do like a show with uh, Broccoli Fest. What's that shit called? (laughs) Yeah, Broccoli Broccoli City. City. (laughs) It was some shit like that. But all I really remember is that Peppa always would say, like she would always pronounce her name like that. So that's why I say her name. Anyway, so Swall told People Magazine, I reached out to Spinderella. I feel like this is very unfortunate. We've come to a crossroads where we have to de- we've decided to agree to disagree. I definitely am open and Peppa's open. We've talked about it and our hearts are open, have always been open to Spinderella. As far as the public is concerned, I'm really happy about the people who know that they don't know everything. <laughs> Which I love that is a delightful sentence. What a line! <laughs> she then said, "There's six sides to every story," which is where she lost me because I don't really know what that means. But we just hope that we can come to some sort of resolution in the future. You never know. You never know what God is doing. So she says that she reached out to Spinderella. I don't know if that's before or after the movie was produced and released. But it sounds like after. It sounds like after. <laughs> Sounds like after Cinderella Red Joe. Yep. Um, apparently, Peppa, you know, claimed the movie was more so focused on Salt and Peppa's relationship and friendship in college and growing up together more so than whatever the fuck else, which sounds like the way that I would expect the both of them to address I mean, this. I'm surprised they addressed it at all, to be honest. But I guess, but the sh- I mean, the movie definitely ended with Salt and Pepper, the group, performing on yeah, stage. It so sure did. Yeah. You can yeah. act like it was about college if you want to. <laughs> yeah. But no, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. It was not, not. So, mm. I mean, you could just say, listen, we don't really get along with that bitch too much. And so when it came time to make conversations, nobody made it a priority. It fully gives me Saw and Pepper were in a room with whom the fuck ever over at Lifetime and the girls were talking about producing it and maybe Saw was like, oh, and then Spin and someone across the table was like, yeah, about budget. We just feel like doing needs," And they just went along with it. And it was that easy. I would not. Be <laughs> it really surprised. honestly yeah. gives me like, do we really need to pay Spinderella to like, you know, come on, you guys. And they were just like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Fine. 
Um, well, God bless the children. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just a fresh two weeks ago, I believe, we spoke about light-skinned Dominican singer Danny Lay and her newest record. Well, apparently she may have put both of her yellow-boned feet in her mouth <laughs> just to, ta- to taste too early. Because as of this past Sunday, uh, uh, Miss Danny Lay has reported on her IG that she's officially single. While the baby is doing some sort of TikTok sweepstakes where he go go on a date with some bitch on, on oh my Valentine's God. what? What is that nigga doing? I have no idea. It comes with a challenge and everything. And my God, the challenges. Like my God, the challenges. So, like <laughs> Jesus, three a week. Fuck. Like who? <laughs> everything. Do- and it's like it's one thing when it's the babies, you know, because like some of the some of the sixteen year olds mm-hmm. are organically coming up with whatever their challenge is. And sometimes I'm like, oh, this is fun. That's cute. And other times I'm like, I don't understand what is happening. Right. But it's a lot of you motherfucking fifty year old bastards that are out here trying to concoct challenges so that you can sell things. Yes. And I am exhausted. Yes. I'm tired. When Jennifer Lopez anyway. tried to start the Love Don't Cost a Thing challenge, I said, leave us alone. Like, why are we... <sighs> you old, beautiful woman, go away. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> it's not even... It's like I, I'm not going to act like I don't see the marketing behind it. You know, I, I understand why it's done. But fuck like let it happen yes. like let the girls decide let it that's happen. when it's fun Ugh. anyhow mm-hmm. so yeah apparently the children are, are they're all over danny lay's um is it danny lay or who cares they're I, all over no, danny's <laughs> all over danny's pages saying things mostly like um Guess Yellowbone ain't what he want, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> to which she finally responded and said something like, Is that all y'all gonna say to me? God damn. Y'all ain't got no something I'm paraphrasing. Right. But she's sick of y'all um, you know, coming for her <laughs> on mine. That terrible, terrible song that she had the nerve. I don't even know if it came out or if she just teased it. But just go ahead and act like it never happened, yeah. sis. Just act like you have selective amnesia and that's not a part of the selection. Because wow, was that terrible. Not just because of the message, but because of the production, vocal, <laughs> mixing, direct, everything about it was j- pure waste. And I just want you to forget about that the same way that the baby has already forgotten about you. This gives me that the baby's mama called him mm. after that song thing yeah. and was like typically I don't give a fuck where you at but what I'm gonna need you to do right <laughs> now <laughs> I'm gonna need you to tell that little high yellow thing that you can't see her no more you can't call her tell her to leech your number okay yeah too many people got uh, mad at her for that is what I'm guessing but I hope y'all don't think that just because he broke up with this light skinned allegedly light skinned person <laughs> means that light skin ain't what he want because right he could just go get another one her same shade of you know that light skin may have made um public relations a little hot for the baby yeah yeah <laughs> so much time much like the lifetime table set to salt and pepper um no, i don't know <laughs> There was one particular white person over on the baby's team that was like, let's talk about this girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then this nigga, you know, he probably ready to cheat in peace anyway. So he was like, it ain't okay. no, no problem. He's smooth. <laughs> Howard. Oh, man. How, how are you running a Valentine's Day dating yeah. competition? How is that even happening? Is it Not a Zoom sure. date? Please don't tell me he's taking somebody to a restaurant right now. Please don't tell me that. This TikTok is a hashtag masterpiece. This t- morning <laughs> best reenactment of this TikTok gets flown out for a date with baby on Valentine's oh, Day. Flown out. Hashtag masterpiece challenge. Choosing the winner Friday. So you can so you can board a, a spirit flight to wherever the baby is at. Yeah. And spin. Two days and one night in... <laughs> that was past generous. <laughs> in a motel. They'll let us sleep one night, and then she is on the first spirit back home. Sweetheart, let me give you the reality. That was very sweet and cute, what she just tried to do for you. <laughs> that was interested in possibly participating in the Masterpiece Challenge, okay? You will board a spirit uh, airline flight. You will be flown the fuck out to wherever the fuck um, baby is at, probably in Fort Lauderdale, Florida somewhere, or Atlanta, okay? You will spend one lunch, and I'm here to repeat, (laughs) one lunch with baby, possibly at like a JR Crickets, maybe at something like a California Pizza Kitchen. After that, you will get a bag, a tote bag of the baby swag, okay, with a CD and probably a sign poster in it or somewhere, and you will get on the smoothest red eye back to your hometown (laughs) that evening. Okay, so participate <laughs> at your own goddamn risk and however <sighs> the fuck. Because, and, girl, and you will two nights, <laughs> bitch, you'll get a selfie, but I want you to know that you will be at CPK with that <laughs> nigga and 16 others at the largest table that they have available, and you will see him for no longer than one and a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> then you're flying home, girl. Or you can stay for a lot of deal if you want to. Somebody could send you your luggage. But like <laughs> a weekend, get it out of your mind. It's not happening. I said one night, but I think <laughs> no. you, I think you sold it oh, to me night. now. <laughs> no, no. You're getting on the first plane out of whatever major airport is closest to you. Right. You may spend one night in Hartsfield, Atlanta, Hartsfield, Jackson. You You might spend one night at Fort Lauderdale Airport if you miss your Uber from the CPK. Yes. (laughs) You may spend one night in whatever city. If you don't make your plane, I'm here to let you know the truth. That's it. Oh, my God. Well, God bless the baby's baby mama. I'm sure that her group chat is lit. I know that that shit is on fire. (laughs) Bitch, wow, if I could be on a Zoom call. They've been cackling. 100% definitely have (laughs) I can't stand you. (laughs) Do you have friends? Like, (laughs) who thought this was a good idea? Who? Okay, all right. Y'all gotta stop telling all of these motherfucking people yes to everything that they say, everything that they do, and everything that they express just because you get, you know, access to some free hookah and you get behind the velvet rope. Y'all bitches need to start being honest with your friends because this is not like this, this is how they get into this type of shit. And then their stock plummets, you act like you don't know them. Like, be honest with your friends. Um, hip hop 
uh, hip hop party promoter Little Bow Wow has apparently shown interest in a change in occupation. Uh, finally, he tweeted, "Now I know this might sound crazy, oh, but after I drop my last album, I will focus on TV and film and joining the WWE." What? <laughs> Haven't you already dropped your last album? What the fuck? The WW Hoomst, I know you bullshitting me. I'm finna look it up because I know you are. This is, this is the first time I said it out loud. <laughs> I hate you. It really just sits there. It's been a lifelong childhood dream to wrestle in the WWE. Oh my God, you are bullshitting. Oh my he God. He continues me and Rey Mysterio versus whoever at WWE for the tag team titles. Now, on one end, you know, it's great to see him showing initiative in something that isn't rap music or pandemic parties. However, the first thing I thought of when I when I read this was like, isn't Bow Wow like three foot two? I don't know how like I don't Yes. Um I haven't watched wrestling since it was like like it freshly became WWE. I think even maybe just a bit before yeah. then is when I stopped watching. I'm like, I'm talking about Dwayne Johnson was still up there in his, you know, his draws and doing the eyebrow thing. Like, oh, er, no. ages ago. So I haven't watched it in a while. Um, So I don't think that everybody, you don't need to be, you know, fucking NBA height or whatever. I don't know that that has anything to do with anything. So, but I just first thought like, isn't Pow Wow kind of, you know, small? And petite? <laughs> I don't, but maybe that doesn't matter. And, you know, it's also acting and writing and a lot of that other stuff. So I don't know, maybe they have a place for him. I just don't, I don't think it is acting. Like a lot of it is fake, but you do have to be able to sell it. Right. And Bow Wow just doesn't, just looking at Bow Wow, I don't think he can sell pro wrestler to me. And I haven't watched wrestling since Hulk Hogan. So (laughs) there you go. Like it's all about character. And you know, they've got like the wrestlers they root for. You got like the villains and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, how would you fit in? But I also think about like the Miz. I remember watching the real world. Yep. When the Miz was Mike Mm-hmm. On the same season of Coral, literal Incredible. music television legend. My God, Coral, wherever you are, girl, God bless you. Hope Damn, you did a lot too. for TV. Yes. Wow, what a queen and an icon. But anyway, that's <laughs> separate. I remember that white man being on the real world and obsessing with wrestling and talking how about how badly he wanted to be in the WWF and all this other shit and playing around no. with it. And he's legit a professional wrestler now. So... I mean, that's true. That did actually happen. So maybe there's a place for him. But also, Mike looked like a wrestler. He looked like the kind of white boy who would want to <laughs> okay. be a wrestler. I'm <laughs> just saying. Bow Wow, I don't know. Bow Wow looks like he's majoring in art history. Oh. So it's just not the same. <laughs> Graffiti art history? <laughs> like. No, I'm just saying he has the build of someone who's majoring in art history. Oh. I didn't mean, oh God, no, I didn't mean like anything about him. <laughs> oh God, no. Bow Wow looked like he would never decide to major in anything in his life. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Young man, God bless you in all of your endeavors. Um, again, I feel like the WWE thing is super random, but I don't watch wrestling anymore, like I said. And I know that it's like, in terms of people who are professional wrestlers, it's very different now, like, than <laughs> when I was watching it. They've got, like, all kinds of different types of people who are pro wrestlers and different characters and aesthetic aesthetics and stuff. I just feel like like most WWE fans would be like, if Shad does not get the fuck out of here with this, right. like, I don't know where, where would you, I don't know. I, I don't know either, and I can't even pretend like I'll watch out of curiosity, because <laughs> I deeply don't care. <laughs> But it sounds like he probably already has some kind of special coming up with the WWE anyway, and this is just a Maybe weird way does. to promote it. Maybe he does. They yeah. might be able to get fit him in somewhere. And again, I would not be mad at that. It, anything is better than throwing Listen, Peter Pan parties. The check cleared. The, the check cleared. <laughs> so, um, speaking of shows I don't watch, Wild and Out is apparently about to come back, or the like. Um, the syndicated episodes, the reruns are supposed to come back to Viacom Networks, VH1 and stuff this week. Oh. And they're going to be producing new episodes of Wild and Out in the near future, apparently. This is after Nick Cannon um, apologized profusely to the Jewish community after making some anti-Semitic comments last year on oh, his show. Oh, right, right, right. He also... Probably celebrated Hanukkah last year, Rosh Hashanah, and the rest of the girls. Because when I tell you that he like, like Nick Cannon got elbow deep in Jewish culture and was like, no, my M's and my B's don't come for them. Uh-uh. Oh, man. I don't even remember what he said, but I do remember it being deeply problematic. So it was like a lot of the typical, um, like, conspiracy theory jewish mm-hmm. hotep conversation it was yeah. like not even something that's almost exclusive to nick cannon he was essentially just repeating shit right. that, like a and lot of people hotep around him and people him. that he yep. admires yeah have said and he bear you know uh bear the brunt of a lot of that stuff because he is in business with so much i mean he hosts fucking um like not one of those talent shows. I don't know if it's America's Got Talent or the, one of the yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I think it's America's Got Talent. I think that he was also hosting the Masked Singer, but just got replaced by Niecy Nash because he tested positive for COVID. I read. Uh. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, then the the Wild and Out show, and like he's got like yeah, you know, he's uh, white yeah. money. Right. So he pissed off way too many Caucasians, way too many Jewish people. And the girls were like, nah. But like I said, he went on his apology tour. And uh, MTV Entertainment Group spokesperson said, Nick has not only apologized and taken responsibility for his comments, but he has also worked to educate himself and others through engagement with Jewish leaders and on his platforms. Those efforts are of the utmost importance. And that's why we have invited him to rejoin our team. So this is interesting because like, Nick was even at one point when he was like, you know, 10 toes down, standing by what he yeah. said. He was like, I will sue you bitches for <laughs> wilding out. Give me my shit. Yeah. Y'all are going to ruin it without me and all this other stuff. And now they've made amends. But what's interesting about it to me is like a lot of people, and, and I mean us when I say people, are like, yeah, you know, good for, for Nick. You know, cool. And then a lot of other people <laughs> are like, oh, you sold out and 
you know, got back in bed with the white man. To, he oh, did all Lord. that. To you know, people who like uh, hotep niggas. Yeah, and, like, the hotep niggas who, who like, was really <laughs> behind him. Yeah. Who were like super behind what he was saying are kind of disappointed that he apologized and did work to try and figure out where he may have been wrong. And Yeah, how dare you better you know. yourself? <laughs> right. So some people are salty about it while other people are like, uh, oh, you know, good for him. And then there are people are, like me who were like, this Affects me not at all. God bless everybody. <laughs> right. He's <laughs> like the one thing about Waldenado, although I haven't watched it again since maybe college. Maybe college. Damn, that show has old. it been on that long? Oh my god. I feel like it has to be. I feel like Waldenado was on when I was in college. Wow. Like, t- I'm talking about like back with like Cat Williams and she used to be on Waldenado like early, early. But whenever, like yeah. the initial run of the show is when I was watching it. But I love that there are so many. Um, there's so much young talent that gets to sort of use that as a platform and they co- sort of like like reach their hands out to like a lot of the people on Instagram and YouTube and TikTok and Vine and all that stuff to be a part of it. Yeah. So I, I like the fact that it sort of has operated as a springboard uh, for, for young talent. Um, and at least it will continue to be produced under the person who had the initial vision for it. I mean, yeah, if if these people feel like he's made enough of amends for him to have his show back, then that's fine. I wasn't watching Wild and Out anyway, so this affects me. Like you said, not at all. I don't know how the Jewish community feels about it, but I hope everybody <laughs> right. is at peace. Like, I'm not going to pretend to speak for them. I hope everybody is at peace about <laughs> <Right>. it. <laughs> exactly. So, exa- right. same. Good and luck. I'm like... There is something skeevy, though, the thought of, like, you know, expelling this man from Wilding Out and then continuing to do it and make a shit ton of money. Especially <laughs> if it's like, still called Nick Cannon's Wilding Out. Like, that's just very awkward. Mm-hmm. Who's going to? I mean, and I think it was probably a fact that, you know, it's been some time. Everybody's cooled off. Nick has done the yeah. things that they would expect him to do. And both sides realize that the money is nice. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wild and Out was popular on for Viacom. So I'm not shocked that some time has passed and everybody was like, let's get back to making a lot of money together. Yeah. Ultimately, they were like, Nicholas got in front of his Negro community mm-hmm. and told them that he was wrong. He did. And so, yes, we can continue to make money together. Right. Because as long as those Black folk understand <laughs> like, <laughs> that we don't like that shit that he was talking about. And again, I don't, you know, I feel like if I ask the first Jewish person I see about what they think, they will ask me, they'll be like, Nick Cannon got a podcast? Like, I don't even, <laughs> I really don't know what they even... <laughs> right i don't know if they are even like super aware of it but also not gonna try to tell them how to feel either like right so period. yeah god bless everybody well speaking of uh drama and production uh over in the same place mtv has said they are halting production on the family hustle the the <laughs> ti and tiny yeah, friends and family hustle television show following these allegations of sexual abuse and coercion and assault uh, the hands of both T.I. and Tiny. We spoke I believe it was last week about these allegations that started um, that came from one of Tiny's uh, ex-friends first 
who has since been compiling all of these messages that she's been getting from people that claim that they had really um, fucked up experiences of, you know, coercion, assault, all kinds of stuff that really all of these stories mirror one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, MTV went ahead and said, or VH1, whoever, Viacom went ahead and said, none thanks, no thank you, go ahead, figure that out, get away from me here. Um, Lisa Bloom, you know, right on time. <laughs> if, if you counted her out, you know, <laughs> you're the fool. Sucks to be you. <laughs> right. Because she swept right on in and she's apparently already oh. representing at least one of these accusers. Of course. And yeah, I don't really know what to make of this shit yet, but I do imagine that the bottom of it will be gotten to at some point because this does not sound like a swept under the rug ass shit. Mm. It's a lot of people making accusations towards both of them. And I truly do believe that there are people who like in terms of like the types of stories that these people are sending in to this girl Sabrina I honestly do believe that there are a lot of people that do this to motherfuckers, specifically women, yep. and feel like it is. there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you... Just because someone, like, agrees to come back to your place or your hotel, agrees to do drugs with you or drink with you or whatever, doesn't mean... Say it. Anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you... Especially for someone of, like, a certain level of fame or whatever. In many cases, peer pressure and shit like that, I don't even know if peer pressure is the right thing, but it's, like, that's a real thing, and and motherfuckers know that. Again, I don't know the truth about anything behind T.I. and his wife, but I do believe that there are a lot of motherfuckers who do this stuff where they're just like, oh, yeah, come back to such and such. You look good. We want to do whatever, whatever, and then get them in these situations with drugs where, of course, they go along with this stuff because they are just, you know excited or feel flattered or whatever to be around someone that they're rec- they recognize or whatever but like if people are getting if people are in a situation where they're getting fucked up to the point where they can't consent to anything that that's not it's it doesn't matter that they agreed to be there it doesn't matter that they agreed to to drink that or snort that or smoke that or do whatever like i i feel like like there are a lot of people who feel like like, that's some other shit. Probably a lot of the same people who don't understand why Bill Cosby is locked up. Right. But, again, as far as this particular story <laughs> with this particular couple, I do imagine that we will be hearing more about it in the near future. But I just want motherfuckers to understand, like, you know, I I, I hope not to trigger anyone, but, like, you don't, you, you don't have to be violent or forceful with someone in order... For it to count as like right. rape or sexual or assault. coercion, or coercion, coercion <laughs> like, I just, I don't is think a that... is a big problem. Like this is the we just we. I mean, the thing is, like we 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 desperately need real and detailed and like nationwide in depth conversations about consent and what constitutes consent and different circumstances under which consent might be altered or no longer valid or whatever else like we desperately need that but also with all the education in the world some people are still going to be fucking gross so yeah yeah i just i don't i mean 
it looks like this is going to go places. And now that Lisa Bloom has signed on, we may actually start seeing, <laughs> I'm just saying, we no, may no, actually not, start no, seeing real evidence and stuff. Like I kind of thought if no lawyers picked up any of these girls' cases or anything like that, that it would just kind of fizzle out. But it looks like that might not be the case. So we'll you know see what Lisa happens. stays <laughs> on the black blogs. Listen, okay. Miss Blue. She was is reading on the shade room that morning and she got Hello? On the telephone. <laughs> <laughs> Let me so, tell you. Yeah, we'll see what comes out. Yikes. Um, last story here I have is about a young rapper by the name of Lil Uzi Vert, who no, this maybe should not change his name. No. To nope. maybe he should change his name to Little Universe, since apparently this nigga uh! thought that it was a good idea <laughs> to implant a twenty-four million dollar pink diamond no. in the middle of his goddamn forehead. <laughs> I want you to believe and understand that I am reading to you that <sighs> this motherfucker said that he has been paying off this rock. That sits between 10 and 11 carats since 2017. Why? $24 million on a stone simply to have some psycho put it in the middle of his fucking head like Vision from the fucking Marvel Cinematic why, Universe. Why, though? I don't understand why we're doing this. <laughs> what, like... That nigga really want to be Steven. He really do want to be Steven. Like, why would you do this? <laughs> And at first, like when I like I first <laughs> saw this very much like the Squidward meme where he's sunbathing and he looks at his neck and then <laughs> yes. back over. So I'm like, I very much was like, okay. But then as I'm, you know, wading through the filth to look for stories for the week, <laughs> I see a post where this nigga, which he deleted, posted there is blood like gushing from <gasps> the the wound yeah like the 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 stone or whatever like he was bleeding yeah all over the place at one point and he claimed that if he didn't get it um like if he didn't get it taken out or something at the time that he could die but then deleted the shit posted a new thing where there was no blood and he said okay we good i just want to understand nigga what Never mind. We, how did you go from I might die to never mind? We good. How did you come back from that? <laughs> Why? What is. <laughs> what? Why would you spend $24 million on a on a piece of rock, first of all? For any place. For any place. For anything. For a, a watch on your wrist. For a bangle on your ankle. Right. For like, for your living room coffee table. Like, for whatever the fuck. Why would you but do again, that? girl, I'm not going to count Little Universe's coins. I am. That's what you decided I'm you wanted gonna. to do with your, your money, hun. But you decided also to plant it in the middle of the face that God gave you for what? For what? And it's bleeding all over the place. Like at first, at first it was like, you know what? I don't understand a lot of the shit that the girls do. They put diamonds in their teeth. They do, you know, they tattoo like their tongues and do all kinds of stuff. And it's your body. It's yours. So fine. So I looked at this and I was like, wow, yeah, the, you know, hip hop's getting to new heights. The (laughs) (laughs) not new heights. 
trap trends are, are you know surpassing my understanding of reality so here i'm just here i'm just no. here fine mm. but here you are now looking like final destination all over the goddamn place <laughs> bleeding and, and sharing it with us talking about you might die but then okay we good no. i just want to know no. jt girl call me back i'm like <laughs> because this nigga then talk about some take me as I am or love me for who I am with these weird cryptic what? posts. Who are you, nigga? Rose Quartz? <laughs> because it's not making sense. <laughs> like, are you, like, are you preparing, like, some sort of a rebellion for the arrival of the diamonds? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, what does Lil Uzi Vert know that we don't? Nothing. Literally not anything, not one thing. If you had to spend $24 million on a stone, then I'm going to need you to not be the type of person who has to make a payment plan on it either. (laughs) If you can't wire $24 million or however very rich people move money, I don't know. I know it's not cash app. If you can't do that. Yeah then you have no business spending $24 million on a rock. That is the single dumbest thing. You could have taken that money and invested it back in the neighborhood you grew up in and changed everybody's life. You know that I thought of all of those things. (laughs) But I was like, you know something? Again, a part of this rich rap nigga shit that I don't know anything about is spending insane amounts of money on diamonds (laughs) and stuff like that. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love diamonds and shit like that. Bust downs and all that. Like anybody the fuck else. Like, hello, I'm not goofy. But 24 fucking million dollars, my nigga. And then you take the rock and put it between your brows. What planet is this? Is this the darkest timeline? Like, that's not going to make you bleed. Of course, it's going to make you bleed. And then you're posting it and showing it to us like we're supposed to be, like, shocked that blood is gushing from your goddamn forehead after you decided to take this fucking stone and have some somebody surgically implanted in the middle of your fucking head. Yeah. What? It's not good. I just... Yanni role models. <laughs> now that Plies... Now that Plies has removed his gold teeth, yeah. he should fully commit to being Kirk Franklin and save some hip-hop souls. Because they need, like, a support group or someone to, like, gather around these brothers and be like, all right, okay, <laughs> what are we going to do? Uzi Vert, get that stone out of your head and let somebody sew that shit back right. together. Wait, let's talk about these dreads. Do you want them or not? Like, You look the like, fool right now, my let's nigga. Let's talk about whether or not you want them. Like, I don't... <laughs> it's Why? your body, but it's just, like I'm just so I'm so confused. I'm so lost. I don't understand why. Because it just and you won't. Because it just does not make sense. And he that's all there is to it. Correct. You cannot you make can't sense. Make sense out of nonsense. My sis spoke a word that day. <laughs> that is a powerful scripture. Like <laughs> you have to I hold on it to it. I needed it throughout all of 2020. Every day of 2020. I, I needed that word. And it carries on to this very moment. What do you do <laughs> when you go home to your mama's house? Nope. And you have this shit. <laughs> embedded in the middle of your goddamn face. I'm trying to think of what exactly my mother would say if I came home with a diamond of any price. (laughs) 
Right. A swap meet diamond. Hello. A I could have punched it right on down to Party City and grabbed me. Right. Like, I honestly feel like my mother would just clasp her hands together and just look at the ground for a solid five minutes before speaking. They're going to have questions. I still don't know what she would say to me. They're going to have questions. And honestly, they should. Because what the fuck have you done to your face? Why? And for what reason? And why did we need to know how much it costs? Why were we involved at all? Okay. All right, niggas. All right. There's that. That's it for the Hot Tops this week. Before we move on, of course, you know that we've got to get into Kid Fury's Sports I don't have a song yet. So, <laughs> as you guys know, Super Bowl Louis Vuitton took place this past Sunday, as it does annually on Sundays. And, um... Surprise, the team with Tom Brady and it won. Now, um, lots to cover here, but, you know, only in a short amount of time. So, um, less scuffed Chris Pratt led the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to a, a staggering win against the Kansas City Chiefs. Again, this past Sunday where they played football against one another on artificial grass. Um, there was a lot of running, um, uh, calisthenics, and throwing of of uh, football. And so what happened was that um, Tom Brady is a mutant. And um, alongside um, people like the Gronk. Oh, yeah. Who mm-hmm. Who's that? Is not... Not um, Yzma's sidekick from The Emperor's New Group, <laughs> but actually a football <laughs> exactly. athlete. Exactly. I knew and it. they played the game of football together and they won it as a team <laughs> against the Chiefs, who I believe probably can look towards, I don't know, indigenous ancestors maybe for an answer as to why they didn't go the long Wait, why the fuck are they called? Yeah. Anyhow. Why have they not changed that yet? It's a good question. Just feels a little... Yeah, it is. You know, it definitely 2021. is. 2021. Yep. hmm Um, so yeah, they threw a lot of things. Um, and <laughs> the the Kansas City Chiefs, so many fumbles and, and they dropped the ball many times. And, um, Tyreek Hill... And um, the goal line for every yard. What? And there's, there's <laughs> the what? so there are four four round four part segments, um, four portions. Yeah. And by the fourth one, the game was over, and um, the Bucks, which is short for Buccaneers. No had more points than the other team. 31, I believe, to be exact. Um, Which they get in an increment of points between numbers like three or seven or five or between those. And then... What? um, (laughs) So, they won. And 
there are so many um, running and attempts and most valuable players and passing yards. (laughs) Also, um, Tom Brady has won seven Super Bowls, which is a lot more than most people. Which means that he also has seven Super Bowl rings because mm. they give you jewelry <laughs> they, if you when you get jewelry. And um so there are rumors that um Chris Chris Pratt prototype is going to be playing with them again. And Gronk, whose first name is Robert, and um the um, Tampa Bay region is very excited, and Boston is apparently not. Although more of more people in Boston watch the game than in Tampa Bay, <laughs> because Tampa Bay was there. <laughs> Them niggas was in the streets spreading Corona and and rejoicing. So you're welcome. Um, that has been a recap of the Super Bowl Louis Vuitton. Also, fun sidebar, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday performed at halftime. Um, and it happened. My mom texted me, who is this man? <laughs> who is this man singing? Oh my god. Halftime. <laughs> of course, I wasn't looking at it, but I told her. That it was the weekend. I said he's a pop singer. I don't care for his voice too much. To which she responded, okay. <laughs> so there. Um, Kia's mama texted her the same thing. Who is this man? <laughs> no, she said, is he black? <laughs> <laughs> also in the name of black history, two words, Jasmine Sullivan. Um, oh yes, yes. Even though they made her perform with that white man, that was very wrong. <laughs> but yes mm-hmm. to Jasmine, and yes to her. <laughs> so that has been Kid Fury Sports Shorts. Oh, no, You're no, all no, no, so no. welcome. No, no, no. You're welcome. I just have a couple of questions. <laughs> sure, not a problem. First, I want to get your take on Patrick Mahomes' performance. Mm. Yeah. What about it? What did you think about Patrick Mahomes' performance for his team? Quite abysmal, to be honest with you. And my God, your mama does not need to be caping for you all wide out in the open. Um, I don't really care too much about what you did or how you did it. What? But what I will say is that, you know, better luck next time. And also, um, that is an interesting name. And... (laughs) What? Um... Um... Playing professional football is is a blessing, and many people don't get the opportunity. So God bless him, um, and um, and his life if he lost or won or whichever one he did. Okay, and what do you think about uh, Brady and Gronk being back on the same team? How would you compare the Super Bowl performance or their performance all season to the last time mm. they they both played on the same team? And I'm sure you know quite which remarkable. Team that was. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, don't be silly, right? So, um, quite remarkable. Uh, a joy to see. 
to be honest. Um, it felt a taste MAGA, but at the same time, you know, you got to respect athleticism. And so for that, um, uh, it was very um, nostalgic and people enjoyed likely that, unless, <laughs> except people that didn't. So um really quite uh a, a, a sportastic um spectacle i say quite a remarkable performance in sync with without the jc chazes mm, i'm surprised to hear you say that given that brady and trump are friends and brady had a maga hat in his locker yeah, I said it tastes it, it's it's a, a taste maga. I mean, it, you know, I I have literally called him Trump Brady on the program before. Um so I'm aware of that. <laughs> okay. Um I will say though that in terms of the okay. the art of um running on this grass that's not real and catching uh, the ball oh. and kicking the ball and running into people, you know? Okay. You got to give respect where it's due, I suppose. Mm, I, I suppose you do. Thanks, friend. Mm, yeah. Any other questions? No, I can't think of anything else I would like to hear you explain about that game. <laughs> I mean, you're literally all welcome. I do this for you guys, you know what I'm saying? So that you're not confused when someone asks you at the water cooler about what's going on in sports. You're so incredibly welcome. Um, I'm here whenever you need me, even though I'm not going to do this every week. Um, and yeah, go um, whoever your favorite team is. And I hope that they have a better season um, when football is on again, because they probably weren't the Buccaneers. Because <laughs> the Buccaneers are nobody's favorite, except people who live in Tampa. Yeah. So, but that's fine. Well, girl, you might as well call me dicks, because my sporting's good. <laughs> on that note, we can just go ahead and take it right on to a smooth break. Yes, sir. Indeed. And we'll be back. If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. Do you think seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or for them? Well, try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist. Don't suggest it. Just an easy, like, hey, let me just get into this to start some unpacking stuff. You never know will come out of your mental trunk. And then the next thing you know, you have a journey to healing and evolving and evolution and growth. And you can do so affordably and comfortably. 
with Talkspace. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with the provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash read. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash read. Go talk in your space. Okay, folks, we're back. And now it is time to read your listener letters. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. Um, Before we get into the questions, though, we had one um, from somebody who asked about uh, how to cover up weed smell. (laughs) And instantly, I felt like I needed to answer this question publicly. This is not an ad. I just need y'all to know. And one time we were in Denver for a live show, staying in a hotel, and we went to the dispensary because every time we do a show in a city that has legal weed, we go to a dispensary. We do. And this dispensary in Denver had a spray called 420 spray. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you that 420 spray eliminates every trace of marijuana from the air, I mean it like it is like fresh, clean air. Like nobody ever was even in that room before kind of air. It, I mean, it's like, it specifically seeks out the smell of marijuana and kills it. Yeah. Yeah. There are a couple of sprays like that too. And I feel like they're not that hard to come by. Like a lot of the fucking smoke shops and bodegas in the city, even if you pay attention to like the counter or behind it, you'll see a little spray, something that, and they're usually named or marketed something like specifically for (laughs) potheads yes like there's a a place down the street from me that has it i see it every time i go in there and it's called something like um it's called something like blunt some something with the word blunts in it (laughs) i don't know and it's got like (laughs) you know some ridiculously grotesque looking roster cartoon on it like all of the like dumb weed stereotypes so they don't really shy away from being like this is for spraying in your house so it doesn't smell like weed by it usually those aren't bad right but But the one i the one i love and like absolutely swear by is called 420 spray website is spray 420.com Oh, do they like ship to the girls? They sh- oh yeah, they ship and they ship in like oh, there you go. they ship in like bodega type of packaging where you get like twelve oh, of well. them in a box, right? <laughs> and they have different scents, but my favorite is the original. I don't too much care because it's super concentrated, so I don't want to smell like bubblegum air. Yeah. Just give me the regular, yeah, but just give me air. <laughs> back when I had to care about other people smelling my weed, I Man. I kept and. If I ever get to travel again, I will bring that 420 spray with me in my toiletry bag because it is undefeated. So, again, not an ad. I just wanted y'all to know there's something out there that really, really works. So, yeah. Good luck to you. If there's a weed smoker in your life and you're very tired of the way they smell, you might want to get them a can and be like, I'm I'm trying. Let me help you, bitch. So, all right. And hell, we know a lot of y'all get high. If you got any other tricks and tips for the kids, you can go ahead and just start that thread. Oh, yeah. Somewhere. And I know a lot of them. Trust me. I know a lot of them. But that spray is you could smoke in the hotel room, spray it out before you leave. And Mm. if the maid come in 15 minutes later, they will not find you. That's all I'm saying. Maybe maybe we should calm down. (laughs) I'm a little energetic. (laughs) Somebody gonna point to us from the W. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, girl, I am not covering right. that three hundred dollars. Okay, uh, just just kidding. D- take your own risks. Yeah, what? We don't talk. <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving on. Our first letter this week comes from George, who says, "My therapist switched to FaceTime meetings when the panty hit." like everybody else. And we have been working around the inevitable tech issues and the craziness around both of our lives. She mentioned having a relative who was in the hospital a few weeks ago and asked if I'd be okay with a little bit more flexibility with our scheduling. I said, yes, because everybody's going through it right now. And therapists are no exception. But lately I've noticed that in our sessions, she'll have her computer screen open while I'm talking and I can see it reflected in her glasses. (laughs) Although she's listening, she kind of gets distracted. And to make matters worse, I feel like she only sort of perks up when I start crying or if I start talking about some traumatic shit, which makes me feel like I'm boring her otherwise. I don't know how to bring it up because she's a good therapist and she's an older black woman. And I understand she might be going through it right now with the hospitalization of her relative. At the same time, it makes me feel shitty that I don't have undivided attention in the one space I go to be listened to. How do I talk to her yeah. about this? Thanks for your help, George. I mean, again, I don't know if this is just some lame ass broken record stuff, but I honestly feel like a lot of y'all maybe get a little too in your head about things or conversations you need to have, stuff you need to address. Because I honestly like this this person is not your cousin. You know, mm. like they're like they're specifically connected to you to do a job. And so you are allowed to say how you feel about the job they're doing, you know, and if you're still getting help or, you know, you are being heard in moments of it, well, you know, great. I guess you can say that she's not completely ignoring you, but you deserve to feel like in that hour or however much time you have allotted in your session that you're being heard fully. You know, you know what I mean? Like, so I think that that should just be something that you have a talk with them about. You know what I mean? Like, for like my, my therapist, I've been seeing at least four years. I wouldn't be surprised if it's longer than that now, but I talked about when I started going to therapy on here. So I've been seeing her for years and this lady had two babies like back to back within like the first maybe mm. year and a half of me seeing her. So now she has two very young babies and sometimes we'll have sessions even late at night. Sometimes she'll ha- we'll have sessions and them kids are like, that's cute and all of that. <laughs> but guess what? <laughs> Now's the time for raviolis or whatever. Like, you know, like, <laughs> And so she'll have to like shuffle around and like be listening to me while she's trying to soothe these literal toddlers and baby, you know? Um, And so like sometimes it's like, it feels like, like distracted because I know that other stuff is going on. Mm -hmm. I think there are other things going on, but she herself makes the effort to be like, to acknowledge it and to try to do something about it so that she can get back to my to giving me her undivided attention it's not like she's just playing candy crush with the baby and (laughs) you know what i mean or you know surfing around and i don't know what you know george's therapist is doing specifically on the computer that he's at but i understand wanting to just have 
are needing to have that full focus from someone who's trying, who's supposed to be helping you deal with your shit. And I feel like it's something that you can address the same way. I would not have a problem addressing to my therapist if she never addressed it herself. If it was like a habit of her just like kicking it with the baby and not hearing what I'm saying or something like that, or me even just feeling like she's not hearing what I'm saying, I wouldn't have a problem addressing it because although we are close in the sense that she literally knows all of my goddamn business and helps to pull me up out of the garbage when I'm feeling like shit, we have that level of closeness. She's not my friend. (laughs) She's my doctor. And I pay her for the relationship that we have. So we have an understanding that I am permitted to say how I feel about that relationship. And she's not going to be like, how goddamn dare you you go in hell? Exactly. (laughs) you have the right to just be like, here's how I feel, or I I don't feel like I'm getting, you know, the adequate help or result or attention that I feel like I'm supposed to be getting for whatever the fuck reason. Like, don't be afraid to tell them to tighten up if you feel like that's what they need to do. Yeah. I mean, literally exactly that. Therapists are just people, you know, they, they're yeah. supposed to be more evolved people than the rest of us, but they are still just human. They are subject to fucking up or being insensitive or Mm -hmm. anything else that anybody else might do. The difference is in how they're supposed to handle it. Because if your therapist is worth a damn, you should be able to say this to her and she respond in a professional and adult and mature way about it. Like (laughs) if you think that if you talk to your therapist, she's going to catch an attitude with you, then that, then there's a real problem with your therapist, <laughs> if that's what she right. actually does, because because she of all people, like my therapist knows me like nobody else on this earth does. And it's really weird because I have a yeah. lot of very close friendships. And yet this woman just get she just it's a mm-hmm. it is a very unique relationship. So yeah. if I'm feeling uncomfortable in it, in the place where I go to talk about everything else that makes me uncomfortable, I have to be able to address that. And she literally taught me to be the kind of bitch to address that. <laughs> exactly. So, like, they're therapists, girl. Yeah. Like, the, ideally, she's supposed to be able to take it. They have gone to school for a very, very long time. Three thousand hours how, of supervised, right? <laughs> of supervised therapy work, like sh- so that they can have these kinds of conversations with you, to friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, if there's anybody that you should not feel too uh, concerned to confront about something, it is your therapist. Although, don't get me wrong, I get it. Even with me. Maybe not so much like anything with like her performance, but there were things that I was just not comfortable talking to her about, period. Yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, you definitely. Know? So, like, you get to a something place like I get that, that it's not <laughs> right. Like, it's not always the easiest to just, you know, pour your fucking heart out from every angle with your therapist and stuff like that. But again, girl, like, this isn't. You know, America is not just handing you <laughs> mental health care. <laughs> like, Sad so, to say, because it owes right. us. But it's especially if you got melanin friends. Right. So listen, I mean, go ahead and speak to your therapist, and if you're if they're if they're the the like if they're an actual therapist and worth the money that you're paying to see yeah. them, they will have like the ideal reaction to. 
you saying what it is that you're saying. Like Crystal said, if your therapist has an attitude with you for saying this to them, that's a real problem. Yeah. They probably shouldn't be therapizing. Probably not. <laughs> like maybe it's too much going on in her personal life for her to serve as a therapist. And that's fine. But she has right. to understand that and take her time to herself. Because exactly. ultimately she's not doing you a favor here. Yes. And even if yes. it was free therapy, she still has an obligation to behave professionally. <laughs> Nail on the head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, good luck to Period. you, George. Yes, as you have this conversation, let's move on. Our next letter comes from Fifi, who says, I don't know how to tell my absolute best friend that I cannot make it to her wedding. My- <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <sighs> you about to find out. Mm. My own wedding was this past December 2020, and my best friend was there for me in an unbelievable way. She helped me prepare and sort out everything I needed. I had to travel from the UK to Nigeria because the wedding happened in our home country where she currently resides. And as soon Mm -hmm. as I arrived in Nigeria, she began to help me with every fitting, every prep and every meeting. She helped with every single thing, including things that were going wrong or failing. And since Nigerian weddings last a week, a lot happened. I cannot even explain how helpful and supportive she was. I got COVID after the wedding, which I was definitely going to ask. But yeah, Mm. I got COVID after the wedding and had to remain in isolation in Nigeria until I tested negative before I got to travel back to the UK. And this took time off of the days I put aside to travel to Nigeria again for her wedding. That means that at this moment, I have exhausted all of my holiday time. And another trip outside of the UK will mean I cannot get my passport till 2023. Right now, I am supposed to get it in December of this year. And her wedding is in July. Fuck. I feel so, so horrible about this, particularly because I know no one can be there for her the way I can be. Just like nobody could have been there for me at my wedding the way she was. We help each other with everything. (laughs) We help each other with everything and we are completely selfless in our relationship and we often go the extra mile and do extra things for each other. If reverse was the case, I would understand her circumstances and be okay with her not coming to my wedding, but she is typically not as understanding as I am. One time she got upset with me because I couldn't fly down to Nigeria for her law school graduation. It makes Mm. no sense for me to travel and jeopardize my UK citizenship. My lawyers have advised against it since I have waited 10 years to receive it. Please, please advise me on how I can break the news to her and break her heart. And also, how can I get over the guilt I feel? Thanks, Fifi. Y'all put a lot on us sometimes. I'm here to tell you that my life is an absolute shambles and I don't know left from right. So let's start there. Listen, y'all know who y'all are asking for advice. Two very human people. So, so what do you do about your fucking citizenship? Mm, all right, let me just reach into my mental Rolodex. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, here's the thing. Like, when it started, I assumed that it was going to be for some really shallow, silly reason. Like, you didn't like the dress or you don't like her husband or fiance or whatever. I don't really know what you're supposed to do here. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. This is like, you really, 
stuck in like a, a tough situation here. Because 2023, goddamn, you know what I mean? Like, we already been waiting for, like, life, just in general. So, I mean, I feel like the only thing that you can really do in this moment is talk to your friend about it and be realistic. Um... I feel like, is, is she going to be upset? Is she going to be disappointed? Fuck yes. Like how, how can she not be? Right. Your best friends, she's fucking getting married. Literally everyone wants their best friend to be at their right. wedding or whatever. Bitch, even if you go down, down to the courthouse, your BFF will probably be there. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, that in itself is a bummer. Plus the fact that I brought your ass Treasure Planet when your motherfucking ass got married. Like, is she going to be bummed? Hell yes. But it's something here that's like, I don't know what the compromise could be if there was one. You know, y'all go have to try and get really, really creative because I don't know really, you know, I mean... I feel like the best case scenario would be that you tell her and that she's bummed but understands and that y'all try to plan something to do in replacement of that, whether it's like y'all do some, you know, (laughs) some like separate friends wedding edition that would probably be in like a Tracy Oliver written film or something fun, like something that y'all do like off to the sides in replacement of whatever you, I don't know, because you know, this one sucks and I totally get like sometimes like I just said y'all be like in your head about conversations that I feel like are don't need to be as difficult as you expect that they would be but this is a conversation that's gonna suck it's gonna suck Mm. for you definitely gonna suck for her um but I don't know what you could do if somebody else has any ideas I hope that they can shoot them to you as soon as possible but this sounds like something <laughs> that your friend's going to have to to understand and contend with. And she's going to be bummed about it. And if she decides that your ass is on ice for a bit, then I think that's something you have to take with the, you know, with the way things fall, I guess. But right. I mean, I don't know what you're supposed to do. This it kind of feels like this is a risk everybody took because y'all participated in a week long wedding in the middle of the pandemic. So. Thank you for bringing it back to that. I don't even remember that part of it. It just kind of seems like all you have to do, it's not like you're choosing to not, I mean, you are choosing because you could decide to delay your passport by another two years. But I don't know that that's a reasonable thing to expect somebody to choose. Also, don't really understand why you want a UK passport over a Nigerian passport. I don't know if there's a real benefit. Yeah, I don't know there because I don't know about the UK laws or whatever. Um, So I I, I don't really understand why you want a UK passport. But also, um, it, it clearly matters a lot to you. You've been waiting a decade for it. So, yeah, I would say to her. Hey girl, so um, the UK has this rule (laughs) about how Mm -hmm. long you can be out of the country uh, in a given year when you're waiting on your passport. And because I caught COVID after the wedding and had to stay in Nigeria, I have used up all my time. And so I don't have the two weeks to come to Nigeria to help you with your wedding. Like, I think you just have to lay it out as a, this is the law. And so because we had my week long wedding I caught COVID and, Mm. and so I used up all my time. Like, I kind of feel like this, 
maybe she didn't know that there was only a certain amount of time you could be out of the country. But then again, if this I, is your best yeah. friend, then it probably came up at some point over the past decade. So, mm. I mean, I just I think if it was me, I would just lay it out there in, in like in a very factual manner like that and kind of. Yeah. If she don't naturally come to the conclusion, then I'll bring her there during the course of the conversation. But I mean, it's either that or she's going to ask you to le- to delay it by two years. And then you have to ask yourself, is that really worth it? Again, I don't know your right. reasons for wanting this passport. Right. I was going to say, like, you bring up a good point in the fact that I don't really know either. Like, I don't know the significance of one passport over the other or how any of that stuff works so i don't really i'm just basing this off of you saying i've been waiting a decade for this and the fact that 2023 is not exactly around the corner um but yeah maybe she would it would be a thing where she would be like girl then push it back what the fuck are you talking about like (laughs) i I, you know had a whole coming to america wedding for you bitch like what are you talking about (laughs) so i don't yeah I don't really know, like, if it is something that is unreasonable. It feels like it might be, but again, like, if it is something that can wait, I guess you got to, like, weigh that shit out. Because, again, like Chris said, maybe the wedding situation didn't need to be a week long. <laughs> like, maybe steps could have been, you know, but I mean, there are so many people having their wedding anyway. So many. Right, exactly. So don't think I'm singling you out, but yeah, a week's worth of festivities, I would have been shocked if y'all didn't catch COVID. So I'm I'm not surprised by that. I would just say, you know, this was this was the gamble that we took and unfortunately it did not work out in our favor. And so this is where I'm at right now. And if it's like you need a UK passport to to work or some shit then okay but Mm -hmm. if it's something else then you might really have to decide like is this worth delaying for another 18 to 24 months to be there for my best friend's wedding you know assuming that she's not american so this is not her starter marriage and you know you might want to be there (laughs) you might want to be there for this one because she plans on really making it work that's a good point so do how much do you believe in this (laughs) right how much do you believe in the two these two and their holy matrimony yeah i mean she's gonna be over it girl like she's there's no way that she's not gonna be pissed how pissed who she's more pissed that you or the government like all of that can only tell in the conversation uh, but definitely but, tell her sooner than later. Do not wait. Yes. This wedding's supposed soon. to be in July. Girl, it's February. You need to tell her before yeah. Valentine's Day. What are you talking about? Hurry up and say yeah. something. So, yes. Yeah. Best of luck to you. Uh, let us know how that goes. I am deeply curious. Um, our last letter this week comes from Andrea, who says, I left my husband in 2019 after 17 years together. And that was something I had been trying to do for a long time. Good for you. I refused to give that man another ounce of my energy. And I told myself I was going to use my singleness to focus on me and heal from the mess I endured for my whole adult life with that man. Fast forward 10 months. A man walked into my store and we locked eyes immediately. (laughs) What the fuck? I tried to ignore the energy I felt, but I know he felt it too. Because by the time he left, he had my number. It was a gamble because, you know, we were both wearing a mask and that could have went in the wrong direction. What the Terry McMillan are you talking about? <laughs> but it didn't. We spent weeks talking on the phone, getting to know each other. And it's uh, so amazing 
how in tune we are. <laughs> after, uh-huh. after a few <laughs> weeks went by. <laughs> why did you have to say it like that? <laughs> after a few weeks went by, we decided we wanted to see each other in person again and just certified everything we've said to each other. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. I began to gush about this man to my sister, but she said, you doing too much. And you are not healed yet. Well. I know I'm not completely healed, but that's a process that that could take literal years. What I do know (laughs) is that my old man is not my new man. Hello. (laughs) This new man has been everything I wanted plus more. So I could never confuse the two. Well, I didn't think a man like him was possible to find where I live. The quality of niggas okay. around here guaranteed I'd never be in a relationship again. My question is, do you think it's possible to start a new healthy relationship while healing from a long term tumultuous relationship? Love you both, Andrea. OK, so follow me <laughs> because follow me, camera. I don't know exactly where I'm going, but I feel like I'm going to get there. Okay. Now, I hate Twizzlers. Black, red, regardless. I hate (laughs) them. I think that they're just one of the most pointless things that you could eat. Now, if I was eating shit every day for 17 years, and then someone gave me a Twizzler instead of shit to eat, I would probably be like, this is the, this, it is rich. The flavor. Oh my God. Like, this is such a decadent treat. Like, I would be probably over the moon when I ate something that typically I would find vile because I was dealing with shit for the majority of my goddamn life. So anything at this point is probably going to be mind-blowing. So I just want you to consider what I'm talking about in this situation here. Everybody always in early situations in this honeymoon-ass phase and stuff like that, everyone always thinks that that person they're infatuated with is the most amazing person, that they fell from the sky and landed into your lap and they were brought there, you know, by way of God, mating your two souls together or whatever the fuck. And then that wears off and you find out who each other actually is and you either realize we work well together, yay, we win, or you don't. You know, so like, I will say it's it's realistic to be like, it may take many more years for me to completely heal from my past relationship. But in the meantime, you know, mama needs some love. I just ask you to be honest and be real with yourself and the fact that this nigga is fully a rebound. And that is okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that is a normal thing. It happens to lots of us. It is okay. Have your time. Have your good time. I just don't put a single goddamn egg in that basket i'm talking about (sighs) zero okay have your fun watch the netflix shit or don't watch whatever the fuck is on the netflix shit and then go back to wherever the fuck it is that you came from and thank god that you have someone in your space during a peter pan who can you know yeah who can trade that sort of vibe with you or through Zoom or FaceTime or wherever the fuck y'all communicate it, you know? But I agree with your sister. <laughs> Same. And God bless her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Be safe out here in the streets with your feelings, bitch. 
Like not after 17 years of, of whatever the fuck. Right. Stanley's born act. Right. <laughs> 17 years of a ridiculous, abusive, absurd, whatever else relationship and all this. And she did put in a little PS that she isn't there, but that they haven't gotten to this yet. Oh, okay. Which makes me work. <laughs> which honestly makes me side with your sister even more. Cause if you're in <laughs> therapy right now and y'all haven't gotten to this yet, that means you're working through some very real shit. Okay. <laughs> like this gives me, she's still in the origin story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I understand sister really do. Yeah. And I think Same. right now, like if here, he said, like I, I do get the, the urge for companionship, especially yeah. during the pandemic, because yeah. it's fucking awful out here right now. It sucks. It's really bad out here right yeah. now. But, but you have some really important healing to do. And so you have to be honest with yourself right now because Kid Fury is right. Like you definitely should not be investing no real feelings into this. You definitely should not be putting no eggs in the basket, you know, per se. When it comes mm-hmm. to this man. But by the tone of your letter, I think you already fallen for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just don't want you to take a bite thinking you getting a Snickers when it's really a Twizzlers. You just brought it full circle. And this is why we do a show together. <laughs> there it is. I just don't want you I to agree. think that, sister, because Twizzlers is, you know, slightly flavored plastic. Yeah. It is. It really is sweet plastic. <laughs> and you can you can do better than sweet plastic. And if he is really a Snickers of a nigga, then he'll still be a Snickers of a nigga when you work Amen. through your shit. Amen. That won't change. This is the truth on today. If you're worried about losing him, then he's not the man for you. Because the man for you will understand that you need a lot of very Amen. real, very deep time to yourself right now. And so if he's not okay with that, then maybe you need to be okay with him just being dick and, you know, somebody to lay up and watch 90 Day Fiance with. And that's that, you know, but if you you have to be real with yourself again, don't don't say to yourself, oh, I can handle that. They ain't no problem. If you really can't handle that and that really is going to be a problem. Gotta be honest with yourself. You do, Harsh and honest. Yes. You might want to pull out a composition book, start making some diagrams, some do's and a don'ts. pros and cons. Pros and cons. I do love a list. <laughs> yeah. La- la- same. <laughs> same. I suggest you invest in some paper, something. <laughs> start making some charts. Open that notepad on your phone, even. <laughs> Absolutely. Make a list about this man and be real with yourself about your emotions and the things you are going through. And take your time. Yeah. Take your time, sis. You said 17 years in that marriage. Years. Years. And then you 17. met this man 10 months later. Sweet. My sweet summer child. Oh, my. <laughs> no, girl. <laughs> Please do not do it. <laughs> you are still that woman, that person that was married for 17 years. Right. Like, you still in the front lawn. You haven't really left the property yet, girl. You just sort of stepped out of this life that you've been, you know what I mean? Like, give yourself a little time to just be you, 
and to like reevaluate everything that you want, don't want, can tolerate, ain't gonna tolerate, all of those other things before you start investing into another relationship. I don't give a fuck how much fun you're having, girl. Have fun with you and like reestablishing yes. that and getting all of that together, learning all of the lessons, completing all of that shit that you you know, you learned from this past relationship before you go start investing in time and some other, because what you don't want is to end up in a situation where you fall on your face and end up heartbroken with this new nigga 10 months after or whatever, after, you know, 17 years with somebody that you can't stand, you know, like just nothing wrong with having your fun and dating and being cute and, you know, watch 90 day fiance or whatever, (laughs) uh, love after lockup, but just take your fucking time. Mm Mm-hmm. Please do and take care of yourself because you already did a major thing in leaving this relationship and you have a therapist. So like, remember that girl who said, I'm going to take this time in my singleness to focus on me and work through my trauma. Remember that girl. Remember that girl because she had it. She she had the right idea and horny you might be talking right now. But and just like you said a second ago, like you could do that work and come out on the other side of that and be like, oh, this nigga is still here. Right there. Being a fucking peach right there. If he's a peach, he's going to be a peach. So. (sighs) okay, sister, good luck to you in your relationship that or in what you decide to do about this relationship. That wraps up the questions for this week. Send yours to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be right back. Hey, y'all. Daylight saving time is starting up again. The goal? To give us more daylight from March through November. Hey, girl. That's how it works. By setting our clocks forward, it may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it does not necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner. Okay. Beyonce has the same 24 hours as us, but how are you using them, Diva? How are you using them? There's only one way to do what we're talking about, ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the re. That's right. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for the jobs you're hiring for. Once you post on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you can reach more of the right people. And the great part about it is you ain't got to go here, there, everywhere, over the river, through the bush, grandmother's house. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. One more time, ZipRecruiter.com slash the R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire Go give someone a job. Love you. Okay, so it is now time for the read. Um, I will say three quick things. Mm-hmm. One, everything doesn't need a cinematic universe. My word. Um, I understand that Marvel has made a shit ton of money at the box office for over a decade or whatever at this point with their cinematic universe. And um, since so many people have been trying to, you know, jump on the bandwagon, apparently, you know, DC did their thing, which they have been stumbling and falling all over themselves with for the past few years. No, but Wolverine's not DC. Um, sure ain't. Oh wow! And um, <laughs> okay, Batman. 
Yes. Batman and Superman. Ew. <laughs> there you go. So those movies have mostly been awful. They're, they did like some shit with like those old, is it MGM? Like those classic monsters like Frankenstein and, and the Wolfman, the Invisible Man. They did like one with the mummy and Tom Cruise. It was awful. And I think like they were trying to cross all of those movies together at some point. They are doing it with like Godzilla and King Kong. Oh, that Lord. first Godzilla. Oh, no, thank you. The first Godzilla movie that came out, well, not the first one, but like the one that came out with Aaron Taylor Johnson in it, I want to say like 2014, was actually a really good Godzilla movie. Um, the sequel, not so much. And then that Kong movie that had Samuel Jackson in it was all over the place, but. It was pretty. So, like, I, but again, it's all in an effort to just make a whole bunch of movie. And I feel uh, money. And I feel like they're doing the same thing now with Hanna Barbera cartoons. There's like a Tom and Jerry movie that's supposed to come out this move this year. That's like half animation, half live action, what? like on some Who Framed Roger Rabbit shit. Oh, okay. With Chloe Grace Moretz, and I forgot who else is in it. And it looks genuinely terrible. Like it looks awful. <laughs> and I think that. They, I think think that they're doing the same thing with, like, they're going to try and probably, I don't know, mesh that shit with, like, (sighs) the Space Jam movie coming out and probably the Flintstones. Like, girl, (laughs) stop. Like, everything doesn't need for you to take shit from the fucking 60s and the 80s and then jam it all the fuck together. We can't even go to the goddamn movies. So, like, slow down. Please. I'm like, fuck. Or at least make the fucking movies good. At least. Like, one thing I feel like a lot of y'all are missing out on that Marvel did. Much like the person that we just uh, spoke to in in the letter section. You ain't taking your time. You're trying to rush to your Avengers. And that's not what the fuck they did, okay? They took their time (laughs) with several films to establish what the fuck was going on. So by the time they did this crossover, big, jam-packed, all-star thing, it was, like, exciting because we knew who all of these motherfuckers were, or most of them were, and had experience. Y'all are just trying to throw all of this shit to the wall. It doesn't even matter if it's written well, directed well, shot well, anything. And then it's like, hey, guess what? We got 12 more. Girl, we didn't want to see the first (laughs) so I just want some of y'all to think about that moving on I think that Frito-Lay and Shaggy owe the entire world and specifically Jamaica an apology and Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis I don't know if you saw that Cheetos commercial that aired for the Super Bowl that was basically like Ashton Kutcher um, confronting his real life wife um, about like who ate some Cheetos or something and then they go into this Caucasian version of Shaggy's It Wasn't Me featuring real life black ass Shaggy no. and it is the most cringe <laughs> I wanted to pluck my eyes out of mine own head my god like and I know that they gave Shaggy bankrolls for this it's a Super Bowl commercial right? but really this is what we're doing and I don't even eat Cheetos like that. I don't give a fuck what y'all think, flaming hot or not. I don't even really fuck with Cheetos like that. I haven't really since like high school, uh, college, whatever. But I do enjoy a Dorito and I will eat a Funyun. And they're all under the same goddamn branch. And so honestly, I feel like someone needs to come up to the table and answer for whatever the fuck that was. Because I know it was a white person's idea. And I know that they all came together with dollar signs in front of this black man who God knows when the last time Shaggy's ass been in Jamaica. 
Jamaica, but that's neither here nor there. I feel like so many, not even just Jamaicans, I feel like the whole Caribbean and uh, allies and um, the, the, the people who, the women who be braiding hair in the airport and everybody who has ever enjoyed that song in its original era, I feel like you owe an apology because that commercial was one of the worst things that I have ever seen in my 33 years, my God. And I know that like a lot of the commercials for the Super Bowl are cringe. They're all just like, look at this famous person that we got in a commercial to advertise like whatever the fuck, Michelin tires or whatever app. Like that that's all that it is. Like, look at, you know, what Ed Sheeran is pretending to buy. Fine. But re- this is what we're doing. That 70s show reggae. Fuck y'all. Mm, I did not see that commercial. <laughs> you And you're better off not having to. And the girls are going to put it in your mentions. They are. And I want you to ignore it every time. Okay. Because let me tell you something. Even as a black American queen yourself, who may not even have ever been to Jamaica, you will also be fucking disgusted. <laughs> I want you to know that you do not ever need to watch that in your life. Ever. I, I it is horrible 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 abysmal violent and disgusting (laughs) last but not least um again i don't have children so before parents y'all come at me i don't care and like i'm not gonna see it anyway let's be honest um i was thinking back to my upbringing and i just want to encourage some of y'all maybe if you are doing this to consider not comparing your children to their peers. Please don't be that parent that's like, why can't you be like your cousin such and such or such and such's kid down the block who's, you know, on the honor roll? Why can't you be such and such and and play, you know, varsity football like such and such's kid? Please don't be that person because it really does not help your kids at all. I don't really know why you think it might. And all it really does is just make them feel like shit and build this sort of awkward relationship between someone that they may be friends with or related to. It's it's really pointless. It helps absolutely no one. And I feel like a lot of y'all probably do it not thinking or realizing how fucking pointless and harmful it can be. So I just want to say again, because nothing but a Yorkie to my name, right? And (laughs) hoping to keep it that way (laughs) for for a while at least. So, yeah. But I just want to say, like, it really... Doesn't help. Can't think of how that ever affected me besides making me feel like shit and making me feel like my cousins that I just wanted to run around and listen to vulgar music with and be bad. That they were all, like, better than me and I was the the bad egg. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that affects you into your adulthood and it can affect the way that you relate to people and all kinds of stuff. It just does nobody any good. That's it. I'm done. Huh. Well, thank you. That's entirely too relatable. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Like, it didn't... I, I hope now we can all look back and see how that didn't help, but okay. It never helped anyone. It never helped anyone. Did not. Nobody. Did not. Like, what the fuck are you supposed to do with that? Are you supposed to, like, go and then study your fucking cousin's, like, day-to-day routine? And, like... Wh- Why can't I be her? I don't know. How come y'all can't be her parents? <laughs> 
and you could never say that. I could never say that back because I wouldn't be alive today to do this goddamn po- podcast for you niggas. I could never say that back. But I could never question. ever say that shit back. But that is the real goddamn inquiry, bitch. Why can't you be them niggas' parents? What are they doing different over there? Let's discuss. Well, I guess we all just who we are then, huh? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Real quick, I want to talk this week about this white boy um, who got killed behind some dumb shit. What? So, uh, you you've seen these prank videos on YouTube, right? Where these kids pull pranks on random strangers, and they get lots and lots of views. Um, I think most I try of to them, avoid them. Yeah, right. First of all. As soon as I heard about them, immediately I was like, don't show me this because I hate pranks. I always have. I am the only person I know who was a kid and thought April's full day was childish. I was always <laughs> like, y'all need to take that little baby dumb shit the fuck away. I never fucked with April Fool's Day. I do not. Because how are you going to deliberately trick me and then laugh <laughs> at my reaction? I don't find mirth or glee or joy in that. I don't. I hate pranks. So from the very beginning, I said, don't show me no prank video (laughs) (laughs) because that's just going to piss me off. And after a couple of people died behind prank videos, YouTube officially banned them, I think a couple of years ago. Okay. So most of the prank videos, you know, the ones that are really popular, especially you just kind of assume everybody is in on it and acting for the sake of the video. However, it was just a matter of time before somebody got popped for real behind a because what youtube has specifically banned is the violent ones the ones that are like pretending to rob somebody or having a gun or something like not just yeah no no, not just any prank of course not that's probably 15 percent of all youtube content right right but the ones where somebody could think hey my life is in danger and i'm going to kill you because of it youtube google very smartly banned those however 20 year old timothy wilkes and his friend um, decided to go for it anyway. Don't know if they did it for the gram, for the talk, for the tube. Not really sure which platform they planned to uh, host this footage on. But he and his friend approached a group of people outside of a trampoline park in Nashville, Tennessee. And they were holding uh, very large knives, pretending like they were going to what? rob this group of people. And in return, one of the men who was in that group who did not know it was a prank opened, fired and murdered that motherfucker straight like that. And and said to the police, I had no idea that this was supposed to be a prank. I thought my life was in danger and the lives of my friends was in danger. And so I did what the fuck I had to do. As of right now, that 23 year old has not been arrested. Um. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't. And I hope that those of you who think that it's cute to do stupid shit for clicks or views or subscribers or whatever else, I really hope y'all take a second thought before you do something so dumb as to roll up on a group of people you do not know with deadly weapons in your hands and expect anything (laughs) other than your swift murder. 
Like you would almost have to be a young white boy to think that this was something you could get away with. Not ever, not one day in my whole nigga life have I ever thought, let me take a butcher knife and run up on a group of strangers and pretend like I'm going to rob them. Why would I do some stupid shit like that? If they hadn't shot you, what would you have expected their response to be when they found out it was a prank. Were they supposed to be like, ha-ha? Were they supposed to... Like, Listen. What? Yeah. I'm I don't you. know what you were thinking. I mean, this young man has passed away. Really don't know, mm. though, what you or your friend could have possibly been thinking. I don't know what circumstance you thought was going to come from this situation. And speaking of people who could not foresee their circumstances, I also want to talk real quick about Tessica Brown, AKA Gorilla Glue Girl. Oh, I have not read about this yet. I've only heard about like my, my headline. Yeah. So Tessica, who, um, I believe lives in, yeah, no, she's definitely from Louisiana. That accent gives it away. But um, when I first saw her video, I tried really hard not to watch it because she was very clearly wearing like some gray blue contacts. And you know how I feel about those. I do. Um, yeah. But when I finally did break down and watch this video, she was saying how she has had her hair in this same ponytail for a month. And that is because when she laid her ponytail she used a setting spray like a lot of the girls do to get that super slick look or to do cute designs with your edges or whatever else. Mm. However, mm. normally when we do that, we use a uh, styling gel or one right. of the got to be products. Cause got to be ba- baby that got to be freezing spray. will lay anything. You can lay a whole fucking <laughs> wig with that spray. It is incredible. And it is formulated for the hair. Meaning if you want to lay a wig at 6am and go enjoy your day, come home, gently remove it take a shower and go to bed you can do that because it's meant for Mm. that Mm. tesca however had ran out of her got to be spray and so she grabbed a can of gorilla glue no no she did my slur yes she did tesca thought this is not why y'all are calling her that yes it is yes it is i don't know what i expected tesca thought that she could lay her oh, hair no. real quick with, with gorilla glue, and not just gorilla glue, but the heavy duty spray adhesive what designed to bind on? together all manners of materials like metal and wood. Yes, <laughs> gorilla glue could reconstruct a splintered tree. <laughs> gorilla, gorilla glue is not for your fucking hair. This is very obvious when you look at the can. Oh my god! Front and back. No, she She isn't. She isn't. She's not okay. Tessica. Okay, let me stop. (laughs) Tessica said that she turned to the internet because she did not know what else to do. The internet made it very clear that she was in a dire emergency and needed immediate medical care because, again, this happened a month ago. She says she has tried to wash it over fifteen times. She has consulted family and friends. Wait. Meanwhile, Wait. she she thought she could she thought she could 
do her hair with Gorilla Glue, come home, wash it out, and that would be that. So she has been dealing with this situation for a month. Yes. Over a month at this point. Finally went to the ER. The good doctors and nurses at the ER told her it was going to take them 20 hours to remove this from her head with a, you know, horrible process of using acetone and saline water. And she asked if she could be released to do it herself at home, (laughs) probably for multiple reasons. Number one, oh, well, yeah. I mean, number one being the cost of staying in the hospital for 20 hours and right. having to do all that. <laughs> right. Plus whatever pain meds and anything else, you know, they throw all that kind of shit onto a hospital bill. Um, but I mean, acetone and saline sound like you can just go scoop that up. Also because, I mean, right, exactly. And they sent her home with some acetone pads and a prayer <laughs> because she asked for it. Also, though, personally, I would not want to spend time in, in a hospital if I did not have to right now, given COVID. So all of that is true. However, since this glue has been luxuriating on her scalp for over (laughs) a month, it's really past the point of a DIY situation. And I'm sure the people at the hospital were so busy that they were like, oh, somebody want to go home? Okay. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Go, get out. Go on in. All right. Normally we would argue with you about it, but (laughs) we have things to do. Um, they so, passed her that dumb pass. They, they tossed them pass across the room and told yeah, her goodbye. they did. And so she tried to, you know, she posted another video of her sister trying to help her with these acetone pads at home. And this she was literally crazy. cringing in pain from the acetone yeah. touching her, which, pro- which says to me something else is going on, probably some kind of infection or chemical burn or something. And sister yeah. needs to make her way back to the hospital and... <laughs> And we might need to call an anesthesiologist to put her under or to give her a local anesthetic, something so that the wow. pain is soothed long enough for them to get that shit out of her head or at least to loosen it up. Because she said that it is it's literally like cement on her head. And I believe that the Gorilla Glue formula is like water activated. So every time she put water on it, it just increased the bond of the glue. Oh, girl, what? That Gorilla Glue is your DNA now. Like, it's that is just, like, like, that's just, a, it's, it's you. And that, she it, said, you are together. She said on this radio show interview that she wanted to. Not at she was, radio. Interview. Yeah, Toronto, of all the places. I just <laughs> knew it was going to be somebody more ratchet than that. Toronto radio. And she said <laughs> that. Um, oh my god it is so first of all her hair is so bonded to her scalp and it has such a layer on it that she can't even put clippers to it to shave it all off but also she's still interested in saving her hair and I just feel like at this point you need to be worried about saving your scalp yeah your head girl because you might (laughs) have to be worried about skin grafts at this point and God only knows what 30 plus days of that shit being on your scalp is doing to your body. Yeah. Yeah. Gorilla Glue had to put out a statement. (laughs) (laughs) Gorilla Glue said, we are so sorry to hear about this trending topic. Ah! Okay, I'm sorry. That's Janela. And um, this is crazy because our product is not for use in or on hair. 
And our <laughs> label says explicitly, do not swallow or get in eyes, skin, or clothing. Because hair grows from skin, we figured you should be able to make the connection. Wait, wait, Candy on the reunion said, this is crazy. Yes, this is crazy. Teary fucking eyed. This is crazy. And This is crazy. They said straight up, this is for your arts and crafts, okay? This yeah. is for putting the bumper back on your mom's car when you took it out and you weren't supposed to and had a little accident. This is mm-hmm. to, again, assemble wood frames. Like, this is not... <laughs> This is for lamination. This is not mm. for your hair. And it's very explicitly and clearly not for the body. And then they ended it with, glad to see you went to the doctor. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Leave them the fuck out of it. <laughs> TMZ reported. Gorilla Glue literally came out and was like, so girl, I don't know what the fuck you want us to say, bitch. We already didn't put that shit on the packages. Like, this is why we always have these dumb ass things. This is why. Directions that tell you to do shit that you clearly should not do. Because niggas like this exist. This is why so the good luck, say bitch. it right now. This is why it says it right now. And even in her own video, she admits that she used this product because she ran out of the other one. And she just thought, oh, glue, glue. Okay. Gorilla glue? Gorilla glue? There's some stuff like in makeup and hair and stuff that I've seen that like uses home stuff that to me already is like like I've seen people use like Sharpies in their makeup. Oh, yeah. You know not supposed to do that either. The, <laughs> the queens put like um use like glue sticks to cover mm-hmm. their eyebrows when they want to They talk. do. So like even that be like that's the thing. like even when I watch it, I'm like right. what? But that's like Elmer's but at least, kindergarten right, glue. Right. A lot of people put Elmer's glue in their hair or whatever. That shit is also non-toxic. <laughs> so yeah, it washes right out because ultimately it's for kids and it's supposed to. <laughs> Are you supposed to Gorilla shoot glue? glue? For like- no, but if you use it to lay down your brows so that you could draw on fake brows, you're going to be okay at the end of the night because you're not deep-throating a glue stick. You use the shit that motherfuckers use to build their baby a treehouse. Yeah. As something to box. <laughs> the thing that all the dirty white people use to give themselves fucking dreadlocks and spiky hair and shit when we was in high school. Well. When I realized white boys was using Elmer's glue to do that shit. Literally glue and dirt. Never been more disgusted, but that made more sense than Gorilla Glue. It actually did. Why would you do this? Why would you do Tessica? this? Why, Tessica. <laughs> and I, I have empathy for her because she appears to be like when her sister was trying to take it out with that acetone, she appeared to be in a great deal of pain. I'd imagine. And yeah. I don't want sis to suffer. I don't want to have long term health consequences or anything like that. She has started a right. GoFundMe. She done racked up over $10,000 already on the GoFundMe. Okay. TMZ said that... Um, She's allegedly, you know, talking to a lawyer about potentially maybe suing Gorilla Glue, which... For what? Because it doesn't explicitly say hair on the can. When I tell you that Gorilla Glue's attorney will kick that goddamn courtroom door open with a smile, (laughs) they would would love that trial. It's really 
really not making sense to me. However, I don't even really care about that part. I just don't know how a grown ass woman, because Tessica, if you think Tessica is just some goofy teenager, Gen Z, you know, doing something for TikTok. I imagine she was. Tessica is 40 years old. You are lying in my. Tessica is a mother, I believe, of multiple children. Tessica allegedly has a daycare called Tessica's Little Angels. Oh, that's a cute name. It is an adorable name. However, if you think I'm dropping my baby off at the house of somebody (laughs) (laughs) who thought that she could just spray Gorilla Glue in her hair right quick. I hate that I'm laughing because I feel passive. Like, like, because I'm, it's absurd. Course. It's absurd. And of course she is in pain, but like, it is absurd. It like, is absurd. What? You, There's just no way an adult, nobody would expect a reasonable adult in their sound mind to do this. Nobody. Nobody, sis. And the fact that she's talking about, you saying she's talking about uh, trying to like save her hair or whatever. Like, girl, what? Why? Like that's you, you know, God blessings. If, if it grows back at some point, you need to be making sure, like figuring out how to save the head that you Period. have and the skin on it. You need to be trying like, to avoid getting skin grafts. Wow. I cannot believe this. That I, is not what I expected this story. To I be really about. hope that, you know, thanks to all of her supporters on GoFundMe, she is able to get the medical care that she needs. Yeah. And that she has a swift and complete recovery because it does sound like hell. But I also yes. really don't know what a grown ass woman was thinking. I don't. I don't know what your grown ass was thinking when you did that, sis. That's because so sad. an extra three seconds of thought would have said, you know what? A laid ponytail is not worth this. Like, and she had to gorilla glue. She had to have had the foresight to put gloves on, because anybody who has ever laid a ponytail knows that you can't do it without putting your hands on the hair. You can't. You simply will not get that clean ass look that she had. And don't get me wrong, the ponytail was cute as fuck. But she had to have had (laughs) the foresight to put gloves on, because otherwise you would have mangled your fucking hands. So if you had to put gloves on to apply it, had to, then mm. sis, it was not going to rinse out when you came home at the end of the night. And then that's my final question. Where in the hell was you going <laughs> that you needed your ponytail to be Gorilla Glue Sharp? <laughs> Where in the hell was you going? And how did you not have no other hair products that could have substituted? No gel? No less jam. To run out and grab something. No, like, I mean, and who knows? Maybe she had to leave in the next twenty minutes, and she needed to get that ponytail together. I really don't know what damn. led her to making this decision, but <laughs> just like young Timothy, who ran up on somebody with a butcher knife and and found out what was what that day, sister has found out that when Gorilla Glue says strong adhesive, heavy duty used for building cars and spaceships yeah they mean it do not allow to come into contact with skin Mm, when you put it on your hair you're automatically letting it come into contact with your skin especially when you are brushing it into your scalp (laughs) real fact 
I was afraid of Gorilla Glue when I was little. As you should have been. My dad. <laughs> my dad. My dad had like one of the racks in the back room of our our house that had like his tools and stuff on it, and like in the same little space he had like these little things of Gorilla Glue. And I would see sometimes there because that's the same room that our deep freezer was in. So when I wanted like a popsicle or whatever dumb shit, like I would be back there. Right. And I would always look at that shit and be terrified of it because I was always if like I I had this like fear that if I ever opened a thing of Gorilla Glue, my hands would be stuck together for the rest Correct. of my life. Just from opening Correct. it. Correct. Like, I never, t- I was legit afraid of it. Yes. When I was a child. Yes. And I mean, I get that I was a nerd of a kid who literally would read anything. Same. I would read anything, but you don't even have to read the small print on the back of the Gorilla Glue can there to know go. it's not something to fuck with. And Tessica yeah. knew that. She didn't grab that yeah. by accident. She didn't think it was Gorilla Snot, which is another... <laughs> hair holding gel type product which what? yes i have never used it because it's called gorilla snot and the word snot right, is disgusting why? ew yeah it's a disgusting word and i literally will not buy the product i don't care how good it is because of the nasty ass name but she did not mix up those two products that gorilla snot don't even come in a spray i don't think she ew, did it's it, green did it on purpose and and now here we are with the whole internet tearing each other apart behind this story <laughs> and people trying to find the balance between when you hear the details, it is extremely funny. And also, I hope you are okay. Yeah. Yeah. Really don't know. I don't want- <laughs> Really don't understand how your ponytail meant that much to you, but I hope you recover. I hope it is something that you too can look back on and laugh at. One day, yeah. Because I truly don't want you to think that I don't give a fuck about your well-being. I'm th- this shit is this actually giving me anxiety. I again don't know what I thought you were about to talk about, but it was <sighs> not a grown woman gorilla gluing her hair down friend, or whatever. Friend. So sis, I truly it, <laughs> and the point that you made again about the hospital, like of course, like, girl, you talk about two things I probably got in my cabinet already versus paying you $50,000 this year. <laughs> girl, like, yeah. So I do hope no, that she can you need get medical the bills covered. You need medical yeah, attention. Does. If it she hurts does. so much that your sister can't do it at home, then they need to. Ugh. You need some very strong drugs that you can not get down to the CVS. And you're right. Like, what if, what do you, if you have, like, some kind of infection or whatever? What your sister gonna do about that? Put some tea tree in baking soda <laughs> and make it <laughs> <Probably>. paste. <laughs> Probably. I mean, and that might work, but shit, you got to get the shit out your head first. (laughs) You got to get it out your head first. You have to get it off first. Oh, my God. Tessica. Oh, no, friends. Yeah. Yeah. So. What? let, Let this week's lesson be to just think about it and then think once more. (laughs) Just think about it like Timothy and Tessica should have done. Think about it once and then think about it once more. Yeah, that whole pranking shit, like, girl. Foolish. Unfortunate, unfortunate ending. But I've never understood these pranks that y'all be pulling on, like, random, unsuspecting people. You don't have, like, a production. You don't have anybody, you know. And then the pranks that you're doing is not like, oh, I accidentally dropped the hundred dollar bill is not a hundred dollar bill or something you know like whatever right. random dumb harmless shit that would be on ellen y'all ran like actually running up on strangers and like making them feel like their lives are in danger that it's not it's not funny i remember there was once a video on like 
what is that fucking show? America's Funniest Home Video. One of them shows once where somebody was doing like a Halloween prank where they were like sitting in a in a chair and then you're supposed to think the chair was a scarecrow or something. I don't know. I know one of y'all will find this video. But this black man walked up to the, to the door for the trick-or-treat shit or whatever and they jumped out the chair like to scare him or whatever and got punched square dead. <laughs> in the middle of their fucking face and he immediately was like oh shit like you know what I'm but like that's your bad that's your bad that's, that's, that is your bad what the fuck do you expect me to do die like exactly maybe y'all will stop playing games with people and stop playing games with yourself right if you're gonna do that prank shit do it with your 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 sibling or your lover, like all of the other annoying prank channels. Listen, because when I tell you Lady Tessica in her first video said, I ran out of my got to be spray, so I grabbed the Gorilla Goo. Don't do this, y'all. <laughs> big, big mistake. I just wonder, who is this cautionary tale for? <laughs> Not a single one of us was in danger of doing this. Who was <laughs> Who was it for? When I tell you... I- <laughs> I would have used that 99 cent jar of gel on my head for my ponytail before I grabbed the Gorilla Glue. I would have just had a ponytail that wasn't fucking laid. I would have just stayed home and been like, can't make it to wherever I need this slick ass ponytail. Like, but it's not about me. Clearly, Tessica is a different person and she made different choices, choices that I am certain she regrets. So you were right. Like. Where were you going, Tessica? Like, why was it that vital that you were like, I have nothing but this fucking super adhesive that is built, that is used to build communities. (laughs) Like, I have nothing else. But damn it, a fucking laid ponytail is vital. There's nothing less that can happen. Like, what was that important? I'm pretty sure you could build a brick wall with Gorilla Glue. (laughs) Like, It is an absurd product and it bills itself as such. Because it's needed, girl. Like some people need shit to stick together and stay that way. That's why they have that glue. So things stick together and stay that way. That's why your shit has stayed that way, girl. Because she uses shit. God bless Tessica. Um, if you want to help, look up her GoFundMe um, and help. Yeah. And that... <laughs> That is just about all I got. I have to have a conversation with God after this because I did a lot of laughing. You're not the only one. The thing is, you're just now hearing about this all at once. The rest (laughs) of us have been hearing about it for like the past five days. And the internet has been enthralled. My nigga, when I tell you she trends every day... I literally scooped up this information to come do this fucking podcast today and like right on the end of it I saw a headline about Gorilla Glue Girl and I thought to myself as I picked up my MacBook what the fuck was somebody need to, to do to be called Gorilla Glue Girl <laughs> literally like two hours ago and now you know and now oh my and gosh y'all no wouldn't be shocked if she used well. crazy glue to apply her lashes <laughs> please don't do that shit no more either girls be using that same black glue that you use to lay tracks to apply their fucking lashes stop 
They tell you not to put that shit on your eyes for a reason. They tell you not to let it come into contact with your skin for a yeah. reason. Everything ain't got to be a life hack, y'all. <sighs> <laughs> Sometimes it's just best to go with the tried and true. Especially method. when they outright tell you, do not put this on or in or near your person. <laughs> Use, be in a ventilated area. Y'all the same hoes that'll mix ammonia and bleach and wonder why you start feeling dizzy. <laughs> Just. It's like people, it's not even like, like how some people don't realize that Q-tips are technically not supposed to go in your ear, allegedly. Allegedly. Like, <laughs> right, but like, that's that. But who is confused about the power of Gorilla Glue? Nobody, like, nobody. I didn't. Nobody. Because she, not if she coming out talking about don't do it, y'all, as if there was a poll for like. As if somebody was thinking about it. Oh no, sis. Yeah. So you just keep Tessica in your purse as she recovers. Lord Yeah, better. I definitely hope that yeah. she can afford the bill because a doctor got to do that. Yeah. Or even better, if somebody just can do it for her for free. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Even better if she can get like the drugs and the help that she needs because this is mm-hmm. a very sad, very hilarious, until you think about the pain situation that she put herself in. Right. It's funny, and yet I would never want it to happen to me or anyone I care right. about. Right, and I don't so. want her to suffer, but I just yeah, me neither. can't fathom why you thought that ponytail was worth it. Maybe you need to ask can't. yourself some hard, hard questions. Yeah. yeah. Woo! And yeah, that's it for me. <laughs> and this week's episode of The Read. So. Well... Um, check us out at thisistheread.com. Follow us on social media at this is the read. Um, you can find our merch at shoptheread.com. Any news for you this week? I have nothing. I have nothing left. <laughs> the Pangea is driving everybody off. It the is. Edge. It like, is. Get get Tessica the vaccine and hurry up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm done. I'm just gonna go and like walk my dog and figure out why we're here because this is like (laughs) all right you guys not she's 40 it's okay i'm done tessica i'm sorry i'm i really hope that it it works out for you Mm -hmm. and on that note we will see you nigs next week you can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.